0: Music, we're back. Your host CAD here. Uh, episode 228 of the morning skate. I'm here with my boy Brownie. Uh, we just got done finishing up the Rangers game. Brownie, I mean, it's 10:48 my time, so eleven forty eight your time. Yep. I mean, this is the shit that legends are made of. Honestly, this is this is just putting your fucking, you know, your head down, bring your lunch pail and your fucking hard hat. And I, I respect the hell out of it. Uh, Brownie fucking crushed the dock again this week. I mean, dude. It, what else can you do man it's insane
1: I, I i just try to chip in here and there so i do what i can
0: do you get steves how, how how's your week going man uh good good
1: i uh i'm playing injured i uh i'll get into it more in the beer league segment but i uh, caught a rut and i'm in a boot currently yeah
0: you're in a boot
1: yeah no, I'm in a boot well no, it's no. upstairs i'm not really wearing it right now but i've been working nothing like climbing
0: a ladder on a boot i'll tell you oh, that's fun day <laughs> I, yeah that ain't me dude i'd to stretch it off of that fucking place uh week so it's already tuesday i thought today was at least at the minimum thursday so that's what kind of week i'm having right now but uh we have a lot of hockey to watch and before we kind of get an nhl on the news for some reason the last couple of nights i've just been kind of turning on games here and there or whatever and i got to watch the oilers the other night it was the night they lost mcdavid took a five minute penalty at the end um and I'm going to get my, uh, my buddy Cody on from World Hockey Report. We're going to talk about the Oilers in the next couple of weeks. But I, I have two things to say about this team. Before we kind of get into the news, I want to know what you have to think about this. I think Dreisaitl, people don't know how good that guy is. Like he is, He's I've right talked about him. this for years in terms of like the Rangers needing a captain, like an alpha, like a Jamie Ben, blah, 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 Dry is that guy like holy fuck and he's an animal he plays mean but he he plays within you know the lines of the game i thought he was incredible i was like really impressed by the oilers it's just always gonna kind of go down to goaltending for me with them i don't remember the last time the oilers had a premier goal like to think about it when is has connor mcdavid ever had a premier goalie on his team ever no like that's a fucking problem. <laughs> like, at the, the best end of the goalie, day.
1: the best, the last best goalie for the Oilers is probably Grant Fuhrer.
0: Seriously. I'm trying right? to think, was there really anybody there? Kipper saw I was in Calgary. Fucking who was in Edmonton? I can't remember. I like truly can't. And like, that's a problem. Dwayne Rollison? Yeah, but. But he wasn't like, you know Actually, what I mean?
1: the, Speaking of Dwayne Roloson, the, uh, the Oilers lost to Minnesota tonight.
0: Oh, I had that game. All right. Wait, yeah. I can't wait. to Wait, Edmonton, Edmonton lost to. The Oilers or Edmonton lost to the wild to the wild. Yeah. Fuck. I didn't have that game. I lied. But um, yeah, I did. That was my real quick thought and it's been kind of nice just turning on games and seeing like what's kind of going on in the league and like kind of listening to different announcers too, like trying to figure out who I like and who I don't like. I still haven't found one stream where whenever it's on. I'm like, okay, I'll listen to those guys other than the Bruins. Cause Jack Edwards is just a fucking just, oh boy. Jack. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he's a wild card, but actually um, wait,
1: while we're selling the Oilers, uh, it's been one of the rumored landing spots for our young, wayward lad, Jake
0: DeBrusque. Oh, boy. <coughs> that's what where that's his that's dad played, in. and that's where he's what, from. And Nugent Hopkins, they have – Connor McDavid gets all the light there, and understandably so, but they have a lot of really, really, really good forwards, like very good forwards where it's like, oh, yeah. holy shit. Yep. And oh, like, the back Darnell, end Nurse.
1: Either. Darnell Nurse
0: is sick. Unbelievable. He he's Good. a gamer that kid. I mean, they're they're kind of a fun team to watch, but it's always going to go down to goaltending. I think it's going to be that with Edmonton. I think that's going to be like that in Toronto. I just I mean, dude, when's the last time the fucking Toronto's had a legit one? And if you aren't a Leafs fan, a Leafs fan, I'll probably say Freddie Anderson, but is Freddie Anderson really fucking illegally? Like when's Freddie the last looks- time? Yeah, but
1: how much better does Freddie Anderson look in Carolina?
0: I mean, I guess, dude. It's it's strange. Like when I think of Freddie Anderson, I don't think of Freddie Anderson as I would look like in a goalie back in the day. Like I wouldn't compare Freddie Anderson to like a hobby booing. Like, no, you know no, what no, I mean. No, I feel like he's like a good goalie, but I don't think when I think of top echelon goalies, I don't. He's not one that immediately stands out. Mm-mm. So I don't know. Just a little intro. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's just get angel news. Play me. Play the music. God damn it, kid. Oh, that's a quick one. All right. I, I think we are both in mid-sip. That might be a blooper, right? That one fucking down. Uh, so. What was that? Story. 509. Let me mark oh, that. Oh, man. First, uh, you and I were just like, what the fuck? Uh, first story. We are both uh, taking a sip. And they're like, oh, oops. Uh, all right. this is. I feel like every week we do this podcast and there's always fucking one shit story every single week and this is our shit story of the week maybe that could be a segment
1: oh, like no. shit head of the week or something we should we should we you know what we should do is we should if if we still keep getting these we should do remember the one we did a couple of weeks ago with a with a guy uh, uh it was a king i can't remember who he handed the patch he gave a puck to the patch The to uh, know right that we, we should save one of those stories, you know what I yeah, mean, to balance it, it out. out. Or like yeah. a puppy story or something, you know?
0: I mean, this shit's just getting annoying. Uh, Halifax Hawks junior goalie Mark Connor says he was called racist, slurs, on multiple occasions playing an attorney in uh, PEI last month. Uh, he told CBC News he was playing for the Hawks' uh, U-18 AA team uh, when he heard spectators use the N-word. Some of the younger kids in the stands were calling me that. Uh, in the third period, they kept on talking, saying the N-word, N-word, N-word. The 16-year-old nightmender uh, said he was subjected to further racist abuse later in the event, which ran from the 18th to the 21st. So, like, this happened on multiple days. So this wasn't shut down at all. It's a long weekend, yeah. Uh, while he was interacting with players from out uh, of team in a hotel, when I walked by them, they said you shouldn't be playing hockey. This is a white man's sport. Connors told CBC in 2018 The Connors' family came forward detailing six years of racist abuse. Uh, while he grew up in the youth hockey system in Canada. I mean, it's just... It's so fucking stupid. The president of the Hawks minor hockey team uh, said the organization will no longer allow its teams to play in tournaments in PI e. until the allegations are addressed. I think that's kind of a fucking that's a good move by them. Yep. Uh, we are discussed by the racist re- actions of players and parents during a game that we all have the right to enjoy. Sick to my stomach thinking about it. We'll continue to follow up with Hockey PI e. and Hockey Nova Scotia to see if this gets addressed appropriately. <sighs> okay. Yeah scumbag you're just a fucking scumbag the players are scumbag the fact that the parents are doing it doesn't really make me all that surprised that the players are doing it i mean it comes somewhere
1: um yeah the first time that kid threw that n-word out wasn't that day at the rink no he heard it somewhere yeah and where do you hear that you hear it at home
0: yeah and like i just don't get it i like i truly don't get it man because it's it's not that hard to be kind to somebody it really isn't like hold the door I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I'll pat myself on the back today. I went, I went to lunch today, and uh, this veteran came up to me, this homeless veteran. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm a veteran." Showed me his veteran ID. He's like, "We well, might, we buy me a lunch." I'm like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" So we went over and bought him like a nice, warm meal. I think he shared it with with uh, somebody he was with. It's not hard to be kind. That ten dollars to me meant so much more to other people. Like, you know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a fucking no brainer. I just don't understand why people have this fucking need to just keep continually putting down other people that one, they don't know Two, they have no, I, they'll never understand what, what they go through on a fucking daily basis. It's just shut the fuck up. If you have nothing to say, just don't say anything. Cause everybody, 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 dude, everybody's sick and tired of this shit. Like it's not fucking cool. Like it's, it's not like the fucking cool thing to be this fucking asshole. Like dude, just grow up. The fuck up, it's that simple. I fucking hate seeing this every single like it seems like almost every week. It this fucking pops up,
1: but I think it's important to talk about it, right? No, I know so it you is. gotta shed a light on it, right? It's and... fucking
0: frustrating, you know. What oh, I mean?
1: no, like... no, no, no. I 100% agree with you, 100% agree with you. And what we were talking about before, if Mark Connors ever hears this, the more people that say, like, hey, you belong, it's your right to be there, you have just as much right as anybody, don't let this stuff get to you. That's the kind of support the kid needs. Although what we were saying before we started recording, when we were talking about this. We should open it up to our listeners. <laughs> would it be wrong if you're in the stands and some <coughs> little shithead starts spouting off with of this? If you obviously you could tell them to shut up mm-hmm. and then the kids like, what are you going to do? How bad would it be to get up and backhand some kid who's throwing the N word around?
0: So, so... <sighs> is that wrong as an adult? Dude, that's such a fucking moral compass question where, like, obviously you would get in a lot of trouble. But like, how would it be worth it? You gonna get, yeah. You're going
1: to get your boss community service. What's going to happen?
0: It's just it's dude, it's just sad. And again, I think I mean, there's so many worst parts of this. But the fact that, like, this wasn't just one occasion, this happened right. like repeatedly. Like, right. you would think, like, maybe if it happened once we shut that shit down, but it happened through the course of a three day weekend. And good for that kid for fucking finishing it out. You know what I, I mean? Like,
1: I looked. I couldn't find his uh, stats. Like, I hope he was filthy. And, yeah. you know, like,
0: yeah, but he didn't leave. Like, you
1: know what oh, I mean? No, it no, it would have been, right, right, right. been
0: so easy to be like, yeah, fuck this. Like, right. and the kid stayed. I don't know. I just, I'm so sick and tired of this shit, man. And I don't know. It just sucks. It's so easy to be kind to somebody. Be kind to mind your business. You do those two fucking things, man. Yep. Life's cherry. Um, so Alexander Barkov is back in the lineup tonight after two weeks. He scored his 10th goal of the season in the first, but the Panthers up. I wish I would have known this. Um, I'm going to kind of get into it a little bit later. I, I've been starting to pick some games. Uh, this is something that's been going on through the last couple of years, and, and I was pretty hot yesterday. So I, I think I, I'll get into it later. But, um, I, yeah, I wish I would have known that Barkov, he's back, 10 goals already. Yeah. Well, he only had one tonight, but, yes. That ten in one period. Just kidding. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, but it's nice that he's back in there for Florida. I mean, huge player for oh, them. Huge
1: boost for them. Huge boost.
0: He's such a good player that he's been the most underrated player since he's been in the league. He's been the That's most like underrated it.
1: player since Louis Erickson surrendered the title.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I actually do have a question about Louis Erickson. I don't think we have him on here. He no. just played. He just played in like a very important game. Was it a thousand? Was it fifteen hundred? The the Coyotes. Probably- 1000. I'm unsure. I don't have my phone on me. But okay. I saw I saw like the Coyotes put something out for him. Is he a legend, dude?
1: I don't think so.
0: This is the guy that was on the Canucks for a while. Yeah, he was on the Bruins for a while. He's on the Bruins. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he gets a ton of respect. but I feel like he's been hurt for like a really long time. Oh, he's 36
1: and he came in in 2003. Yeah, maybe it was. Just I mean, it was a good player. His his time here,
0: uh, got marred by concussions. Yeah, you yeah, know. I think, yeah, and that's always shitty. Um, Robin Leonard opts out for Team Sweden at Beijing Olympics. Said uh, he talked to his family psychiatrist and decided what's best for him is not to go. Said the lockdown uncertainty would be too much.
1: So you want, do you know do you have you read what what'll happen if they test positive over there? N- no. Okay it's mandatory three week lockdown in China by yourself. Yeah. Quarantine. Then coming back, it's another two
0: weeks. I didn't know that.
1: That is. And that's, a, that's all that's 5 You're talking five weeks. And I don't know if that two weeks is for the U S or for Canada. It sounds like Canada, but it's still going to be some type of quarantine coming into the U S with all these different. That's you know, the wild. Key- so that's, that's a big, big deal.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and the stress that you would be under going through something like that, like being in a foreign land, not knowing anybody, being like, oh, yeah. And it's not like
1: you can get by. It's, I mean, it's not like you can kind of do like half English, half Spanish, and kind of fake your way through. Yeah. It's not it's like
0: tough. you're fucking spending three weeks in like Beverly Hills or some shit. Like, so this is a little cell phone. I had not
1: cell phone, Self own <laughs> I, I, uh, I had a tough time with Team Sweden. And I had to ask my wife because I'm like, wait, that's Swiss, right? And she's like, she's like, no, it's Sweden. I'm like, yeah, team Switzerland. She's like, no, they are two countries. And I had to literally think about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, my bad. Yeah. Nico,
0: I'm pretty sure he's from Switzerland, isn't he?
1: Uh, dude, I, I already went down this path the other day with her.
0: We I don't, I, I don't <laughs> need to doing do it, live it again. On the podcast. Um, I don't know. I think that's good for Robin Leonard. Like, yeah, you know, no, Obviously, I think, serving somebody's country is probably like yeah. a huge thing, and the fact that he can't do it, that sucks. But like, good for him. Get up, Markstrom.
1: There. I think Markstrom's the goalie now, right? Isn't oh
0: that, boy, I don't know.
1: I thought that. I thought he said something about Markstrom in his statement. But this just—we've talked about this in the past. How great would this guy be as the head of the players'
0: union? Yeah player safety or fucking something. I think Perfect. he definitely should be in the league. Yeah. Um, Before we get into the next one, I just want to read this. Uh, Canada, USA, Germany, and China are all in the same group. How many goals does China lose to Canada by? What do you think? It's like China plus 11? I don't think it matters.
1: Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If they gave. All right. So when Canada plays China,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you'll give me 11 goals on a bet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Big time.
1: You don't think that once they're, oh, no, because goal differential comes into play in the tiebreaker.
0: Well, Crosby, Marshan, and Bertrand on a no, line no, no, in the I'm NHL fan. would put up, in the NHL would probably put up at least four goals. Well, anyway. you'll see it and once, that's one line. once Sid comes to Boston.
1: But that. But there's if there wasn't the gold differential part of
0: it, would they just turn it into like the All Star Game? You know what I mean? I don't know. I kind of hope not. I would love to see how many goals they can win by. <laughs> I think that'd be hilarious. I'd probably be fucked up. But well, we'll see what the line is, and we'll we'll discuss it when it gets here. Yeah, just just something to keep your uh, head out there for. Um, we have a oh, goal year. Bet? What's up, Tattoo Bet? Oh, I can't do a tattoo bet. <laughs> There's very few things I would do a tattoo bet with. Oh, I'd have to really think about it. Um, so
1: if, uh, remind me some other time or if we're ever short, I'll tell you a story about these buddies
0: of mine that make tattoo bets. These two brothers. Yeah, it's that ain't me, man. <clears throat> um, we have a goal of the year nominee. Everybody's saying goal of the year. I think we can chill out, dude. It is December 7th. Really cool goal. I don't know if it'll be, but people are like really stroking this thing off. Very cool. I've been done before, but uh, Trevor Zegers picked up the puck, kind of like the Michigan style. And then he kind of just a little saucer over the net, right to Sonny Milano, banged at home. Uh, post-game interview with uh, Callahan and, and Bucci. Uh, they asked him if he had practiced before, and it was his favorite goal they ever scored. He said 100%. Asked what his second was, a gold medal goal I scored at World Juniors. was pretty good. I think that this kid has the perfect amount of, like, cockiness, but, but like, confidence. Oh, yeah. I, like, does this make sense? I think Jack Hughes is a, is a cocky little fuck but I think Trevor Zegers is like cooler, but just as cocky because Trevor Zegers plays in
1: Anaheim and Hughes plays in New Jersey. No, man,
0: I'm telling you right now. And I, I'm a big advocate where if like you're an American, I give you the benefit of the doubt almost every single time. So I breed, I bleed red, white, and blue, baby. I mean, that's what it comes down to. If Mark Stahl was American, I probably would have been a little bit, you know, lighter on him, but he was not. (laughs) So here's where we are. Um, but, I mean, fucking really, really cool goal. I don't know if it's going to be goal of the year. Dude, that was filthy. It, that was it was. ridiculous. That's that's taking
1: what the Michigan was and adding your own little flavor to it. And how know? about a
0: heads-up play from Milano to not only bat the puck in the net, but to wait until the puck was underneath the crossbar to do it? Well, apparently,
1: uh, in the interview with Callahan, Zegra said that as soon as he got behind the net, uh, Milano was yelling Michigan at him.
0: You love to see shit like that, dude. Like,
1: did you see any of the interview with these? No, or, uh, I mean, not the interview. Any of the um, the reaction shots. Yeah, I saw that?
0: the goal, so it looked like Zegers was like, "Did you just score?" He was stunned. And then, yeah, Milan was like, and yeah, then they're you. on the
1: bench and they're just staring at the screen. And honestly, they look like brothers. They both got this like kinky hair and the big nose, and they look like they could be related.
0: It, it was uh, it was definitely a really cool moment. I, yeah, I it like future New York Ranger. Yeah, of course. Um, Vander Kane, back in the news. Uh, video oh, service no. him allegedly pointing a loaded gun at his wife. His comment was that the videos for a photo shoot.
1: Yeah, I saw the video. It, I, I don't know what photo shoot this could be. Is there a shoot your wife monthly magazine? I don't, I don't know. know,
0: dude. I don't know, I don't but know.
1: stay hot, Vander Kane. Gee, I wonder why no one picked him up on waivers. You know, he's such a good player, too. Like I don't, I don't scenario, think I – I think at this point – Would you have a photo shoot that you would have a a gun, like to even mime aiming it? But he turned uh, around and aimed it right at her. I saw I, the video.
0: I'm thinking – I, I don't know if he ever plays another game in the NHL at this point. Well, at this point, Gary Bettman must be like, what are we doing with this guy? Yeah. Yeah, I mean – it's fucked up, dude. Uh, Rick Bonus last Tuesday is 2,500th NHL game as a head coach or assistant. That's a lot of games of hockey.
1: That is a shitload.
0: Like I, I think I've maybe have been to ten NHL games in my life. He's been to twenty five hundred.
1: He's probably been to more of that. He's uh, yeah. He I mean, at the minimum, yeah. At the minimum. Yeah.
0: Crazy. Uh, congrats to him. Braden Holpe played his five hundredth game last week and got the W for the Dallas Stars against Carolina. He surpassed Jock Plant for most wins in uh <clears throat> first 500 games of NHL history. Uh, Plant was 292, 119, and 88, and Holby was 293, 137, and 50. Um, Braden Holby's still getting it done, though. I mean, I, I always liked Braden Holby. I never didn't not like him.
1: As a Bruins fan, I could not have been happier to see that guy leave the Capitol. <laughs> Braden Holby, for some reason, the Bruins could be shooting BBs at him, and he would have made the saves. It's unbelievable. <laughs> How some, some goalies own teams like that.
0: And it's like the exact opposite with the Rangers. I feel like the Rangers always had his number in the playoffs. Yeah. It, it's just weird, right? Step on McDonough. I want to say when, when Brad Richards scored to like tied up when Joel Ward took a double minor, I want to say Holby was in net. I wouldn't even know who was in net before Holby for the Capitals. Yeah. As long can't, as I can can't be Colesig. Like, that's a long time ago. Olaf, Olaf the goalie. He was sick. Only the goalie was cool. Yeah. Those jerseys, I think those jerseys were so much cooler than the ones that they wear now. The Screaming Eagle? Is that what it was? Yeah. Like, with yeah. like the purple, gold, black, and white. I thought that yeah. was That's when Chris game. Simon was there. Yeah. That yeah. was it. And uh, Peter Bonja Remember that fucking yeah, guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was talented. Um. More Dallas, an unidentified player leaves tickets for oh, Yeah, I did see this. There was a TikTok that came out, and they were just absolute rockets, and I think the capture was when you think he leaves you tickets, but he leaves them for other girls or something like that. Uh, we don't know who it was. I mean, probably Tyler Sagan.
1: Although I did see someone came out who knows Sagan was like, nope, he's more of a bat signal on the road kind of guy, apparently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a life that guy lives! Oh yeah, um, Malcolm. Uh, wow, Malcolm Subban was traded to Buffalo for future considerations. I think it's a good pickup for the Zabers I mean, yep. Su- I think Subban's better than what they have. Um, I don't know if we have it here written down, but we're gonna keep with the family. PK Subban with another slew foot on Winnipeg Jets player. Did you get to- did you get a chance to see that? I did see that, and I don't understand. It wasn't it malicious. It wasn't like you're fucking like, oh, I kicked this foot out. But it was. It that's what it was. But it was still a slew foot. Yeah. So I
1: don't understand how – all right, listen, I'm not complaining about Marshawn's three games. He deserved them, right? It was a slew foot. I don't care what your fucking Bruins fan group on Facebook says. Um, But if if Marshawn got suspended for being a repeat offender, well, P.K. needs to get a suspension so then when these happen, he will be classified as
0: a repeat offender because we've seen five this year. They're not doing anything to change his style of game at all. No, no, and it's many, a, the, Rangers, it. the Rangers are 17, 4, and 3. So that's 21, 24 games. In 24 games, he's done this legitimately five times. I think one might have been preseason, but, but yeah. still. Like, oh, no, I agree. That's one
1: every six games.
0: Yeah, one every six games. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Um, uh, Ron Nugent Hopkins, 500 points in 678 games, 10th Oiler to achieve this. Talked about him earlier. Hell of a player he is. Um, Vancouver closed our uh, clean house. <coughs> they got rid of pretty much everybody. There's players that might be on the move. Bruce Boudreaux is in as a new head coach and drops a F-bomb at his first press conference as he's getting up from his chair. Did you see that? Did you see that clip? Yeah, dude. He, he's, he's like, a, oh, fuck. <laughs> I think uh, I think there was a couple of years ago. I want to say it was Bruce Boudreaux. I saw this tweet. It was either, it was either him. Who's? Yeah, it had to have been him. Um, a fire alarm got pulled at the hotel and he didn't come out of the thing. And he said because he didn't smell s- smoke and he didn't want to get cold. Fair point. I mean, that's 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 Bruce Boudreaux. Um, yeah. but uh let's see here. Uh the games are chanting Bruce there. It is Ask Boudreau after the game Have you ever heard anything like that before, knowing people were tweeting it to me. It was nice, but it could just be easily Bruce. There he goes. Um The guy's a legend. I yeah. don't
1: know if he worth the fuck, but he is hysterical.
0: He's dude. I saw him like get on the ice like the first uh day he went to practice, and him him stepping on the ice did not look great. Oh, you don't think he can skate? It didn't look great. Wait, isn't Bruce Boudreaux,
1: Wasn't he in Slapshot? <clears throat> I don't know the answer to that. Oh, I'm looking that up.
0: I'm pretty certain. And is Bruce Boudreaux the one that should have been on one of the nine eleven planes? What there was there was a former coach. Or he might have been a scout at the time and he was supposed to be on one of the planes that crashed into the World Trade Center, but something came up that day where, like, he couldn't make it. And I think a scout was still on the plane and passed oh, away. Oh,
1: Ace. Um, I thought Ace I'm Bailey sure, for the Bruins was. I'm, I'm pretty on sure it line. was
0: Bruce Boudreaux was supposed to be on the plane. Maybe I made that up. We should definitely check that yeah, out. Yeah, look. He was
1: in Slapshot.
0: So Bruce Boudreaux was in Slapshot. And then can you see if you can figure out that 9 11 thing? I'm pretty sure it was him and I don't want to just say it was him and have people freak out. Bruce. I think it was definitely a former coach in the NHL or current coach in the NHL. I always get him and Barry Trotz confused. Holy shit. It was a Prudhoe. He's the yeah. fourth jump. Yeah, man. Yeah. He, he was supposed to be on the plane. And then something happened where he couldn't make the plane that day or something along those lines.
1: It's uh, this is, great podcast as I'm looking it up. We're doing great. Uh,
0: yeah, this is great stuff.
1: Uh, Bedreau was then the head coach of the AHL affiliate in Manchester, New Hampshire. Yep. Hopped in a car and drove with one of his best friends to Ace Bailey. Ace yep. Bailey, who perished. They were, a, they were among a host of King's personnel headed upstate to celebrate the wedding of one of the King's director of personnel.
0: Uh There's something happened where he didn't make the They, they had
1: to change their flight scheduled he wanted them in Los Angeles for a coach's dinner, and they tried to get it all set. Is uh, that crazy? Wow. Yeah. Fucking wild, man. And he tried.
0: He tried to get Bailey to change his ticket, also. Wow. Yeah, man. I, every nine eleven that that story is kind of brought up, and you're like, holy fuck. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, man. But, uh,
1: yeah, so I'm glad it happened. Never.
0: Uh, but I'm, I'm glad to see him back in the league. I, I don't know. I think he's kind of like this oh, he's old, a fun guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, AV's out. I love seeing Elaine Vigneault get fired. I was to you, as to happy
1: as we are to see Boudreaux come in, well I am equally happy to see Vigneault get out. Cause there is, that is
0: nothing that makes me fucking happier to see this happen. Um, I and think listen, that before guys,
1: people get mad, it's not like the guy's like you know filing for unemployment. He's gonna be fine financially, so relax.
0: Right, and you didn't have to deal with him putting out Mark Stahl and Nick Holden uh, yeah. in the playoffs. So yeah, suck it. Um, so he ended up getting tossed. Uh, Mike Yale is uh, the interim. Flyers hopeful to see Tockett behind the bench.
1: That's been the big chatter.
0: <coughs> I did see that team claimed Kevin. Uh, Cotton. Cotton. Oh, okay. All right. From Florida. Uh, and they look for, oh, yeah, dude. So as this is going on, for some Not reason, why this even uh, took place makes no sense. No idea. Uh, these cops bring like these dogs on the ice. And don't you know it? One just takes a giant dump in center ice. Have you like, ever taken a dog on the ice? No, for that reason. They always shit. If I took Stevie into an ice rink, she would piss Everywhere. She would piddle. Yep. She would just start fucking. It's something about the
1: cold being on a lake, the ice on their pads. I don't know what
0: it is, like, but they always shit. Always. Oh my God. Insane. Um, But yeah, AB's out. I'm interested to see if he ever gets a job again. I understand that this is like, we recycle coaches and I'm sure some people probably be like, of course he will. But like, he's kind of gifted a team in Vancouver. He was gifted a team in New York. And now he's supposed to be this veteran coach and he goes into the flyers who are filled with veterans and they didn't get shit done. Well, um, and that whole Robin Leonard thing too. Still. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if Robin Leonard sent out a tweet. I didn't even look. It would have been cool if he sent out like a fucking, like the frog in the, the teacup. Um, but yeah, man, that was uh so AB's out and we're going to kind of end up seeing what happens with the flyers. They, I don't think they would be any worse than what they've been. Uh, the Rangers did beat them the other night, four to one because that's what the Rangers do. 17, four and three. Um, We are now going to move on. Jack Eichel video services of him skating less than three weeks uh, after surgery. That's 20 days. He was in Vegas uh, gear skating in North Carolina. He, I think I just read a report today that all reports are kind of showing that like, he might be a green light for the Olympics if, if the Olympics end up happening. So it's kind of crazy to see this all of a sudden just start going. I saw another report that they said that he's going to be at least like 10% better now, like now that he had this surgery. So,
1: Oh, you mean he, you mean going forward, he'll play better.
0: Yeah, that I saw somebody like a doctor or something said something in like a tweet that said something along those lines.
1: Listen, I don't want to steal any shine from from Captain Jack there, but when I got my knee done, the doctor <laughs> told me, you know, no one in skates in less than twenty one day, in less than three weeks, twenty-one days. I go, You don't think I could do it? He goes, You might. Just let me know how it feels that we at day 17, we'll go from there. Day 17, I called him after the skate. And I said, Doc, I'm good.
0: Hope so of course you did. if
1: I can do it, Jack can do it. I love that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I hope he can play for USA. I mean, you. Uh, listen, I just want to see him play for Vegas and be healthy. You yeah. know, let's baby step this, right? I want to yeah, see yeah. him stone and come wheeling down the zone.
0: He's going to. Uh, yeah. Uh, Montreal. Is it? Did Patrick was say this? Yeah. Wow. Uh, what I mean, do they- I, I, I mean,
1: put it this way, <laughs> as far as our in-depth verification
0: goes, yes, Patrick Watt said this. I saw it in multiple spots. So, Patrick Watt, wow, what do they have to lose giving me a shot at running the club in Montreal? Wow.
1: We're honestly, what do they do? I mean, that, I honestly, as a Bruins fan, I would love to see him pl- run in Montreal. he yeah. he'd, he'd probably do a good job, but he's just a personality. That's what the game needs. Like we talked about, Zgris. Talk about Bruce Bedros. Well, that's, that's what Montreal good. needs. Montreal, well,
0: the, the league needs it. You know? I know, but Montreal does oh, too.
1: Yeah, fuck yeah.
0: Like he'd be perfect yeah. there, and then Gordon yeah. can just do everything else, and you just have exactly. a like that. Why the fuck makes that? a lot of sense and, on paper, at least. Uh, uh, Blake Wheeler, 1,000 games. He was drafted in 2008. Lots of Bruins highlights. And, of course, they showed him scoring mostly against Canadian teams. Uh, His wife and the kids were out for the video. Uh, Bufflin got biggest cheer with his congrats video. Uh, Dusty Buff sent a congrats video in. They had a bunch of players up. And uh, when Bufflin came
1: on, it was a huge cheer. And even Wheeler, because they had the the split screen. Yeah. And Wheeler was like, whoa. Do you know that uh, Wheeler might have one of the best Twitter handles of all time? What is it? It's at Biggie Funk. Apparently, he freestyle raps.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that real life? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. He uh, did the
1: guy, like, like, once a year, he picks up someone's groceries. The guy's just a legend. Olympian, I would think. Oh, yeah. He, we Remember, we said he'd be the perfect center between the uh, Kachuk, Kachuk brothers. brothers. That would be... Who are the Chuck
0: ballers going at? Oh, Lemieux, but Lemieux wanted to make Canada. But can you imagine if Brendan Lemieux was as good as Claude Lemieux and was playing oh, on hey, team can Canada? Hey, go back
1: to that for a second. Do you know that Brendan and Claude Lemieux are the only father-son duo to get suspended for biting in NHL history? I what mean, a it's fucking it's trash bag family it's that genetics. is. Genetics.
0: Genetics fucking genetics. Well, yeah, uh, then now
1: they're trying to pass their genetics through their fucking saliva, biting everybody.
0: Bro, I'm pissed about this. I didn't get a chance to watch this game, and I fucking wish I did. This Winnipeg-Toronto game was insane. Uh, Neil Pionk hit Rasmus Sandin knee-to-knee. No call, he got suspended two games. I mean, that was dirty as shit. I didn't know Pionk had that in his game.
1: The first first time I saw it at regular game speed, I think I was watching the puck, and I was like, oh, that wasn't that bad. But then to watch it again, even at game speed, but watching for it, (laughs) that was bad.
0: Yeah, really bad. Um, well, that was
1: like the McAvoy one when he stuck his leg out, but just McAvoy was a lot slower at the end of the Rangers game.
0: Yeah, I mean, dirty fucking boy. players in Boston. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, later in the game, I mean, this was bad. Neil Pionk. This was dirtier. This was dirtier. This this was like this was old school hockey. I think like uh, Pionk lost a stick, went down to play with his glove, and Jason Spatsley came out of nowhere and hit him with a flying knee. Like. Holy shit! That was like some WWE type shit, like so top, man, top rope. And now I so I didn't see the Pionk one before this. I I saw that, so I tweeted out and I was like, "Yeah, I don't think you can fucking send a flying knee." And a lot of Toronto Maple Leafs fans are like, "Yeah, but what about Pionk?" No, no, and I'm like, "What do you mean?" And then I saw the Pionk play, and I was like, "This makes sense." <laughs> like, well, yes and no. I mean, dude, that that's Spets. A knee on knee is one like,
1: thing, right? You can yeah. blow out a guy's knee and ruin his career. Uh, flying knee to
0: the head. Flying knee to the head. He wasn't this guy could I mean,
1: Peon could be in a dark room for the next year, like Mark Savard. I mean,
0: Spets wasn't fucking around.
1: Well, Spets well, ain't playing right now. Well, I don't know. Got, know. I, updated I, updated the, uh, I updated the doc. At 840, yep. they announced it. Six game sussy after Toronto held him out for tonight. So in actuality,
0: it ended up being seven games. Yeah. I mean, that was a fucking that was one of that was honestly one of the dirtier plays I've seen in recent memory. Spezza's. Yeah. No. I think Tom Wilson's thing was fucking stupid and Panarin didn't have a helmet on. And I get that. But Tom Wilson didn't know he didn't have a helmet on in theory. I, here, I don't think like Tom Wilson slammed to the ice, but I don't think Tom Wilson's like, hey, I'm going to take Artemi Panarin's head and fucking bang it off the exactly. ice. Where like Jason Spets was like, I'm going to use my knee and fuck this guy up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, I still think the Wilson thing was fucking stupid, but I just think like there was way more intent in the Spets one than there was in the Wilson one. If that makes sense. And, and you know how and, much I hate the Wilson one. I think that's
1: was so well, fucking. The other crazy. thing, too, I feel like this is not in normally in Jason Spets's
0: game. No. And that's like, that's the thing. That's it's like, it's like a wily veteran move to do, but at the same time, it's like, holy shit, yeah. you went for it. You know what I mean? But I just – I hope Pionk's all right. It was just – that game was fucking wild. Um, Pierre-Luc Luke, oh, yeah, pierre Luke Dubois versus Austin Matthews, man. Like, so here is why I'm not the biggest Austin Matthews guy. Like, I think he's probably the best American hockey player right now, arguably, Right. Bro, let me ask you you a different way. You cannot, cannot, like all the tweets were Pierre-Luc Dubois versus Austin Matthews. There was no versus Austin Matthews. Like there was zero zero fight back, zero. And what did he do at the end? He got up
1: nothing, yelling. Yeah. Like. This is what I can't stand about him. That I would. it's
0: not like he's a small guy. No, he's a big guy. Dude, stick up for yourself. If I'm a player on another team and I see that I can fucking do that. So let me ask you this.
1: You say he's the most he's the most talented American, right?
0: I would, him, I mean Kane still's got it, but Let
1: me ask you this. You have to take any American player right now to start your team. You're getting a uh NHL expansion team. Yeah. You're going to call it the Kettenairs, okay? Out of out of uh Saratoga Springs. Okay. Who's your you have to pick an American, who are you picking?
0: You're gonna hate my answer, and you're going to make fun of me because I'm a homer. I
1: okay. pick.
0: I'd pick Adam Fox. That's a better pick. I, 23 years old Norris Trophy, dude. He's so fucking good. It's like, that's, he's that's, so
1: good. That's a better pick than than Matthews. Charlie McAvoy's a better pick than Matthews.
0: It's just hard because you. Like, the defense, so I he, guess
1: that's kind of.
0: He has such a good shot, dude, and like he can dominate games. But that right there, to me. Is why the trial. I honestly, I, you want to talk about
1: getting lit up? I'd rather have Matthew Kachuk than him.
0: I just, I, I couldn't believe it. I was watching it, and all these things it kept saying Dubois versus Matthews versus Matthews, and I'm like, there was no versus Matthews. He did absolutely nothing. He got he he didn't. Bro, you need you to stick up for around the ice. You need to stick up for yourself, even if you get your ass kicked. You stuck up for yourself. Yep. Like that was bad, man. I hated seeing that. I, I texted my buddy because. I mean, I love USA. I love USA hockey, but there's always like that kind of thing that our skilled players are always soft. Like you look at like the skilled players for Canada. Like I'm not saying Crosby's going to fight, but like Crosby's not soft. Martian's yeah. not soft. McKinnon's not soft. But then you kind of look at the Americans and like all of their kind of elite guys have always been softer kind of players. You know what I mean? Yeah. I text my buddy. I was like, if this isn't USA hockey, I don't fucking know what it is. And he like, oh. <laughs> uh, Kyle Clifford, Brendan Dillon. That sounds like quite the fucking tilt. Uh Wayne Simmons versus Logan Stanley. Uh all would have been avoided if the refs had given Pianc the gate after the hit, which the ref was standing it. right
1: there and looked right at it and did yeah. nothing.
0: Yeah. I just <sighs> I
1: feel like the refs it's it's so polar. It's either they don't want to do anything and interrupt the flow of the game, or they want to make the whole fucking game about them and call everything.
0: Bro, how how brutal is like the second half of that Rangers game tonight, I thought. Or were,
1: they were blocked out here until the third period. Yeah, but they, until the third period.
0: I feel like the third period there was still quite a bit of penalties. They were calling a ton of penalties in the range. Well, right. that
1: one you were right. That was a makeup call. That trip.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. And then yeah, this was fucking cool. Barkley. The Goudreau, reason I put
1: this in. Go ahead. I'm gonna tell you the reason I
0: put this in. No, and I, I, dude, I told like all my friends specifically at this point. Barkley, Barkley Goudreau oh, took a slap shot to the one. face. Oh, you I skipped did. one. Oh, Mitch Marner. The reason I
1: put this in, we're talking about, all right, so Mitch Marner is out three to four weeks, and actually, I think he's on the IR now, they said, mm-hmm. for his shoulder. Per head coach, Sheldon Keefe, Marner, quote, got bumped by Bunsen in practice. That's how he phrased it. And Sheldon Keefe is not a he's not a dumb guy, and he, I think he chooses his words carefully, Yeah. and I feel like that was a shot at Marner, the way he said it. Oh, really? That's how I took this. Because of everything that happened in that game, and I don't know where Marner was on the ice when all this happened, but uh, he might have been injured before this. But just the way he said it, he was. they asked him, like, oh, what happened? He goes, oh, he got bumped by Muzzin in practice. wasn't like he got hit with, by Reeves in practice. It was bumped by Muzzin. And just yeah. the way he said it was so dismissive, and it was such like a passive-aggressive backhanded thing
0: that I was like, oh, I think that was a shot. That's why I put it in the Inter- dock. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So. I don't know that um so you're fucking seeing that i'd be fucking pissed if panarin was out three to four weeks because truba bumped them but yeah but the bump it's the bump yeah, <laughs> yeah is the
1: bump. but you know he could have said like you know they had a collision right you know a million different ways to say that besides a bump and bump just makes it seem like nothing yeah no i get that so go ahead sorry go ahead to Barkley no I,
0: i'm gonna get into rangers talk now if you don't yeah, that's why I put it there uh there 17, 17 4 and 3 that's right 17, 4, and 3. The varsity team of New York is back. You love to see it. Um, they have won 10 of their last 11, and they've won their last seven games in a row. Is that good? It's probably pretty. Yeah, that is good. Uh, yeah, I mean, all right, I'm going to kind of break down some things. Igor Sterkin got hurt. It didn't look great. I don't know if you got a chance to see it, Brownie. He uh, I did not. I, I don't know if it's a groin or a knee. I think it's more of a groin issue than anything. He's kind of had these problems where he gets injured. Uh, it was like a real simple looking play. Georgiev's in that now. And they've won the last two. I don't th- think he's played well. Like a lot of the shots that go on, on him, he fucking the rebounds go right out to the middle of the ice. Pretty much every time the other team's shooting, I'm like, oh, God, what's going to happen? He's made some. I, I thought he looked good in the third period tonight for what I saw. I just. Yeah, but I just I'm still like a little discomfort. But, hey, you want to know what? If he fucking plays well, then you fucking ship his ass out of town as soon as you get somebody who wants to buy him. <laughs> um, Barkley Gaudreau, He took a puck to the face. Uh I mean this was bad. Right right to the visor. So he took a puck to the face. I think this is wrong cuz I think he took the puck to the face against the Flyers. I'm pretty sure it was, a what Keith, was it the Flyers. I think it was a Keith Yandle shot. Uh it was at the end of the game it so it, up. it was at the end. What?
1: did it ramp up.
0: Yeah, it went off his stick, hit his visor, the visor shattered. It was at the end of the game so he didn't have another shift after that, but he didn't miss the next game. And if you get a chance uh-huh. to look at this guy, man, his face is fucked. Did you see him at all on the ice? Tonight? Yeah. I didn't even notice anything. Oh look at his if you get a chance look up a uh, picture of him his face I wonder is... if it was on one side I Yeah it's it's, the it's, left, it's uh fuck I want to say it's the left side of his face so yeah, like maybe. swollen his eyeballs red as shit but hey didn't miss a fucking game I love Still that Little to chuck tonight too I love that shit like that's so fucking cool um Jacob Truba the hit on Joe Kara. I needed that. I needed that so bad because I knew that we had to talk about this. I'm like, fuck, I am going to have no idea reading this name. So I put it in there, buddy. You're a fucking beauty. Um <laughs> this was this is the hit like when you're growing up uh playing hockey and like you're a defenseman and like this is the one hit where the guy has his head down, and you can keep everything down, and you can blow him up. And that's what True did. And it sucks. It sucks really bad cuz he got hurt. This is a uh, Kara on the, on the um Chicago Blackhawks. Hope he's okay. Uh, I think Stillman went at him later in the game. I actually like seeing that. I think Truba definitely got the W, but good for Stillman to stick up for him. I just kept thinking if that happened to a Ranger, nobody had done anything. I would have been so fucking mad. Um, and then Ryan Strong.
1: I just checked. Uh, per the – whatever the reporter was. They said per Derrick King. Oh, that's the coach, right, per Derek King, the coach of the Blackhawks. He's up and talking
0: at the hospital. Okay. I good. just looked it up. That was it was a rough looking thing. Um, Ryan Strom's a fucking gamer, dude. Artemi Panarin's putting on a show. Adam Fox, that third line. Go check. and Lafreniere. I mean, the fourth Lafreniere. Line I took I, over the third period. Ryan Reeves, Kevin Rooney and fucking Barkley Gaudreau, dude. That's not a bad fourth line. I, I know hey, you to- had
1: two apples in the third period.
0: I i fucking Revo, man, and they're just fun to watch, man. Nemeth is, like, the most irrelevant defenseman ever, but, like, as a sixth defenseman, that's what you need on your team. You need a guy who's irrelevant. Like, you need that. My only thing, if I could change one thing about him, is I wish he played with a little bit more of an edge, but you want to know what? I honestly don't care. Like, he's playing fine. Lunk was playing fine. Miller, I mean, he's taking strides, I think, this year. Truba's playing a fucking mean game. Ryan Lindgren is awesome, and Adam Fox, man. Like, the real fucking deal, like truly the real deal. Um, I would talk to Rex before, after, before and between periods, after the game. I, I think we just we can't believe like that this team is the team, and like I fucking love these guys. I'm becoming a believer. Um, and also Rex wanted to let me uh, let you know that you were savage for the sock story. And he thought it was hilarious when when you asked me if you would fold it or put your hand in the sock. He said <laughs> he, he said he lost it. Uh, we were having a good chuckle about that. So um, what do you have on the Rangers, man? You got to watch the last little bit of. Well, the- I will say this: we
1: talked about this offline, and now that we know that Kara is okay, I think it's time we introduce the uh, the Bufflin bar down. Right, yeah. so you have the Gordy Howe hat trick,
0: which I'm pretty and- sure Tr- Truba had tonight.
1: Truba had a goal and assist. A fight, he knocks someone unconscious. Yeah, I think that's beyond a Gordie Howe hat trick. That that's a bar, uh, a big buff beat down or a big buff bar down or something it was, like that. It was, that was man's hockey. Yeah, man, it was a like, clean hit. He he was gliding. He didn't accelerate. He didn't extend.
0: His arm was tucked. It was I thought it was clean. Hit. And and Truba's Truba's known to dish those out. It's not in every game, but like we when did he fight. Gets, fought Stillman, and I think he definitely won the fight. But oh, he hundred percent won the fight. Good for Stillman to do that, though. Like,
1: oh yeah, yeah, no, and just like it was good for Strome at the end of the game to jump on Carpenter.
0: Yeah, fuck that
1: kid. You got to police. Listen, get rid of the instigator. I don't want to go off on a soapbox. I think I think
0: they did get rid of the instigator because there ain't no. We got rid of the instigator tonight for sure. Yeah, for sure. But that's the way it should be. You police the game. No, you know? I, I would agree. Do you have anything else on the Rangers for me? I love... No, I, 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 I only I got, got to see
1: the period. I thought they looked good, and the reason I asked you uh, what numbers, Kako? Remember I asked you that 24. earlier? 24. That In the third period, he didn't really touch the puck a whole lot,
0: mm-hmm. but he
1: makes those subtle plays off puck that are huge.
0: I, I think he's becoming an NHLer. He's but becoming
1: now a 200-foot player. Yeah, well, I think weird. so, too. He, he did a reverse check when Zabinajad gathered the puck once down low behind the net and he did a reverse hit on someone and stunned them.
0: Yeah. No, clean. he he's very good at using like puck protection. Like if he he's has very a ball big. in the corners. Yeah. And he's still so young. You got to. But he's figure. also,
1: this is the trickiest part. He's developing that subtle, like, you know, in football, they call it like a rub route where, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the two wide receivers across and you kind of brush the. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the cornerback, to get him off his pace. So that's really hard to get away with in hockey because they call that for interference. But Kanko, I saw him do that at least three times in the third period, very subtle, just to open up some room for his line mates. And that's the kind of stuff that doesn't show up on the score sheet, and that's why the fans calling – was it W Fan in New York are calling in going, he's not scoring, get him off that team, Mm -hmm. who don't know a fucking thing about hockey. I think he's – Yeah, I I thought he – I mean the the fourth line obviously uh Strome Truba had a, a big hit again late, so clearly he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And uh and Kaco, I think, were the ones that stood out to me, and Chris Kyder and his immaculately groomed fucking goatee. 17? You think he dies it? You think he dies his goatee? No,
0: I think that's all American. 17 fucking goals for this guy. You
1: think he can get 40?
0: I don't know. He's never hit 30. Dude, he's he's almost
1: a 20 and what what are we how long till the break? Is that not crazy? Yeah. Listen, and and whoever the what announcers fucking are. him, man? Whoever the announcers are for New York, because I listened to the New York feed. Yep. They fucking. Think? Huh? What do you think of them? They were fine. I mean, listen, who am I going to fucking complain about when I yeah, love yeah. Jack? Right? But talk about homers. Good Lord. They slobber over Adam Fox.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean. they Slobber. I think oh, everybody. Hey, they, uh, shout
1: turn. out to uh, At- Atemi Panarin for scoring. As an undrafted player, scored 500 goal five hundred points, and he was like the fourth fastest to do it. And the names he was there with, it's Peter Stastny, Joey Mullen, and Adam Oates.
0: That's pretty fucking good. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good company. Um, yeah, I, I love mean, Joey he, Mullen. Joey Mullen came on the podcast. I don't know if you know that or not.
1: I did not know that. I would have loved to have been there for that one.
0: Yeah, if you get a chance to check out, this was like in our earlier years. Fucking awesome guy.
1: Were you one oh, of those man. deals?
0: Like he got him on and he said, yes. And you're like, wait, what? It was, it was wild. It was definitely wild. He's a family friend of, uh um, of Wales. So he, he came on as first American ever score 500 goals. He learned how to play
1: in hell's kitchen on rollerblades.
0: Yeah. He yeah. told the whole fucking thing. It was cool. It was yeah. really, really cool. former Bruin. Yes. Yep. yep. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of what I have for Rangers 17, four and three looking good. Uh, Boston Bruins time. You have a lot written down here. I can't wait to get into it. Oh, and you have the Philip Forsberg thing. I wanted to ask yeah. you because I saw the picture of Bergeron today.
1: Yeah. So they the Bruins beat Nashville and lost to Tampa Bay. They played the same game, both games, just different results. Uh they what were. What do you
0: think of Nashville? They're like low- a little. Bit, they're a little gritty of a team. Like they, I to say like, low key dirty. I think like, if I like you like it in, though. You put them in a seven game series in the playoffs. I they play I, well, I'm just saying, like, not not fucking really good team, but like I if I had to play against Nashville, I'd be like, fuck, like I think we're gonna win, but like a couple of our guys are gonna be hurt by the end of the series.
1: I think that uh no it would be a great series it would be Nashville, Carolina, just two pain in the ass teams.
0: Yeah. And Four they hit each other on social media and shit.
1: Oh yeah, god, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: but uh no, the Bruins had this whole thing where this whole commitment to the to the gaps and commitment to you know puck battles and all this. They did that for two games. They beat Nashville. They lost to Tampa. After the game, Stamkos and Cooper both admitted after the game that the better team lost that night. Kinda. They kinda, as much as they're gonna say that. I mean, the ridiculous the game against Tampa, they should have won. Uh, Pasta- are, are, are you jerking these guys off right now? They're playing good hockey? Who? Uh, the Bruins. No, I'm not jerking them off. I think that they, I think without having Cassidy... Without, has him, without having Marchand, and without having
0: McAvoy for the Tampa game, I mean, I don't know what the fuck you'd expect. Okay, so as a Rangers fan and not a Bruins fan, why were those guys out of the lineup? I know Marchand was suspended. Cassidy is
1: in COVID protocol. Okay. And McAvoy, which is apparently there's an illness non-COVID going through the team. There's like six guys that are not feeling right today. No shit. So who knows what the fuck's going to happen as they go out to – uh uh, who they got tomorrow night? They have Vancouver tomorrow night, so we'll see what happens.
0: Uh, Rexy actually, I don't know why it was said, but he's he ha- he texted me to uh during the Rangers game. He's like, You watching pregame? I go, No, and he's like, They just gave Steve Camper a shout out, so shout out to former Ranger in Boston Bruins, Steve Camper, for some reason. Was he did he is he on the taxi squad for New York now? No, I have no idea. I, I'm not a Steve Camper guy because I'm pretty sure didn't he like commit to the KHL like during the middle of a Bruins cup run. Oh, there was something about that.
1: He opted out of the bubble. I remember that.
0: And then, like, I'm pretty sure the Bruins were in a cup run, or and he already, like, committed to playing in the KHL the next year. Whatever. Neither here nor there. But.
1: Yeah. He also, I, I don't have a issue with Stevie Camper. He came in whenever they asked him, for the most part, except for that cup run, I guess. Um, I, uh,
0: I, I met him outside of a Rangers game one time, and I just thought that he thought he was cooler than he was. Still an NHLer. Yeah, no, I know, but like I think some of the Rangers were like way cooler th- to me than he was, and like they were way cooler than Stephen Camper. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> On the Stephen Campher, yeah, scale. it's like eh, I don't know, bro. <laughs> so, so the game
1: against Tampa, uh, they it was super ticky tacky. They were calling the the hooks and the stick infractions, but then when Poshanak <laughs> had a breakaway in overtime. And Sergachev caught him. It was his stick was parallel to the ice, and they let it go. So if you're gonna just be consistent, that's it. Do you, and then do you of think course it that... comes down the other way, and Stamkos cranks a slapper
0: from ten. Oh feet. yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> fucking classic Stamkos. Do you yeah. think that they were a little bit more chippier with the penalties because of the history between the teams? I don't know.
1: Is that right to do? It's not the same players every year, you know. And, honestly, no, right. and at and, this and point, like... I don't.
0: Uh, it's not maybe. like Tampa versus Florida or like Rangers versus Washington right now or anything like that. Well, I, I don't. Feel know. Like I feel like
1: have that. I feel like the Bruins have that angst with the multiple. Like maybe it's just me, but there's a lot of teams I don't fucking like in the NHL. I,
0: I have a take, dude. I used to think that the Bruins were one of the harder teams to play against because they fucking they they would just punch you in the mouth and like that's why I like the Bruins because and it sucks. I'm a Rangers fan. I'm from New York. I love all New York teams, but I. I hated the Bruins, but I respected them and I liked watching them because they were always that team. Like I said, like backs against the wall, I'm gonna punch you as hard as I can in the fucking mouth, and so is everybody else.
1: It's not that way.
0: I don't think the Bruins have that at all anymore.
1: Not that way right now. And
0: and it's I don't know what. That's what every
1: guy named fucking Sully calling into 98.5 The Sports Hub is bitching
0: about. I don't know how they would fix it, and it's not that you're. I mean, Patrice Bergeron is as big as good of a leader I think in the NHL as there is. Like. Uh well, fucking punctured or collapsed lung,
1: broken fucking rib. ribs, fucking yeah. playing
0: through that shit. I think Marshan has an edge. <laughs> but I think when you guys started losing I mean, obviously Zedano Char was the heartbeat of that team, but when you started losing players, even Tori Krug, I know he's not a fucking huge guy, but he had a little bit of fucking snarl in him in the back end. So and there's a couple loses, of guys like Adam McQuaid. Uh fucking
1: yeah, Adam. Adam McQuaid is is involved with the team now. He's in a uh player development role. But and so is Chris Kelly. So they got some of that championship bloodline there. But uh this is why I think this West Western Canada trip is interesting. Cause obviously Debrusque wants to go. That's where he's from. Yeah. Right. The Bruins, Zaboro got hurt, which kind of probably messed it up. But I could see a package going for one of the one of the defensemen and um and Debrusque for <laughs> JT Miller is the big talk.
0: That'd be good for you.
1: Oh yeah. And JT Miller is on the books
0: for another year. So I'll That'd take be good it. for you. I tell you what, dude. Here's one. I know the Barkley Gaudreau thing got a lot of shit for how much money he was getting paid. Same with Ryan Reeves. Can you imagine if the Bruins had the Rangers fourth line? Like, yeah, exactly. I, I, look, I, look at, I look at the Rangers fourth line, and I see a fourth line that would have been like a Bruins kind of thing, like when you guys had like Thornton back there and shit. Like,
1: I gotta be honest with you. If it was if it was Reeves or Gaudreau, I'd take Gaudreau.
0: You know what I mean, though. Like, no, I get, just, you. I, I get just, you. I get you. I feel like Thornton left, and then who was like really on your bottom line? You had like Corrali and Achari and Wagner, but like well, I think Achari, I think Achari's
1: one they would have liked to do over on that. Achari is a tough kid, and you know, he can make more money. You can't fault him, right? <laughs> right. He was a national champion at Providence, you know, it was captain of that team, I believe. Right. And he had some edge to him. And it's it's a tough thing to replicate. I really like Curtis Lazar, and I think Curtis Lazar could be in that role. The problem is, is they got DeBrus playing on the fourth line. He doesn't play that way. And they just they have to have him out. Someone out there right now with Marshawn suspension. And I think he was dragging that line down a little bit.
0: Do you? Um, I, I don't know. I feel like if Brandon Carlo played with more of an edge like that, that would fucking help. He's got the concussion
1: history. It's not his game. It's just. Well, this I, is what I'm saying. So I think that's what you're missing.
0: I, and, they, and I know I'm probably going to get chirped from Hal relentlessly for that. And I'm just being honest. Like, I look at the Bruins. I know they're super talented. I totally get that. Like, they had the best fucking line in hockey. And they got a stud American defenseman. They got some good other pieces there. But, like, dude, those the, the older Bruins where they would punch you in the mouth, man. Like, as much as you hate the Bruins, you could at least root for them. And you're like, fuck, man. Like. Well,
1: these two defensemen that I – they got – so they got Connor Clifton, who bangs – but, he, but he's prone to making mistakes. But he does hit, and he's a tough kid.
0: I yeah, like Freddie. But I, I just want. Well, like, go, oh, Frederick's
1: playing. Frederick's playing wing now, so it's taken a little bit more of his that out of his game. I mean, sorry, he's playing center. Sorry, move from the wing back to center, which is natural position.
0: Like Felina would have been perfect for the Bruins like six years ago. Well, they got
1: this kid Jack Khan, who uh, I I don't think I'm saying that right. I think it's Ashan, but he's a he's built like Krug but bigger. Mm-hmm. He's small, but the kid motors and he hits. And I think that could add a nice little edge. And I wish Forbert was had a little bit more sandpaper to him sometimes.
0: A yeah, yeah,
1: a little snarl. All right, um, sorry to get off topic. I just no, I to admit fine.
0: that it's something that's been bothering me, dude. So I'm glad I got no, it off. No, it's fine.
1: Trust me, it's that's why I think J T Miller would be perfect. He would. He he would help. He's got that edge. He got a little bit of edge. Um, uh, Eric Carla, after the health bomb, he's been playing great. Him and DeBrusque got scratched, and DeBrusque asked to be traded. And Eric Colley just said, "I'll put my hat ha, helmet on and go, go, go," which this has now led into that the Halla, Coil, Smith line is playing so well together. What's going to happen when Marshawn comes back? Right, because Taylor Hall, Taylor Hall has looked at like another gear playing with Bergeron and Pasternak. Oh, he uh, looks whole,
0: like way better. Whole nother level.
1: Really? Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's true. So then it becomes the game of, all right. I mean, it's, this is a good problem to have, right? So you go Marshawn, Bergeron, and Hall, mm-hmm. and then you keep, because Coyle, Holla, and Smith have been playing great together. So then where do you put Passenach, right? So that's why if you had a JT Miller and Passenach, then you have, you know what I mean? So we'll yeah. see what happens. I think, the, I think this Western Canada trip is going to sort some stuff out because, the Bruins in their history have always done this. They go on the long road trip and they leave someone behind.
0: Who do you think could carry a line better? Pasternak or Martian? Martian.
1: 100%. Yeah. But who has better chemistry with Bergeron? Right. Right.
0: And so, it, but you're right. It's not a bad problem to have. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Pretty good hockey players, man. Uh. The Bruins wishlets, It's just the
1: it's the same thing. It's J T Miller and a bigger D man. So this is the most interesting part of this whole thing.
0: Did they just sign him?
1: No, he's the e. He was the e bug for practice. And everybody
0: made this huge thing about it. That's a huge. I think that you can make a huge thing. Like he's all but coming back. He's what? He's all but coming back. Like he. Yeah, but
1: everybody's up in arms over it. I don't understand why this is so hard for everyone that's listening. Tuca's going to sign for the veteran minimum, which is seven hundred fifty thousand. He's only going to play a third of the season, so it's two hundred fifty grand. Therefore, we don't need to trade players to create cap room for Tuca. It's two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Allmark has a no movement clause. How many games is that? It's a third, so it's eighty-two divided by
0: three. What's that? Uh, Twenty-three. No, twenty like twenty-seven games. All right, whatever. 27 so, games. So he gets play 27 games. How many games do you think he'd play for, to get him ready for playoffs? At least 18.
1: I was gonna say 18. Yeah.
0: And then, do you feel comfortable with him playing 18 games going in? Yeah, I yeah, think he's I got right. think that's right there. Pretty good. Yeah, he got Allmark right
1: there pushing him. So, and the, here's the other part of it: Allmark has a no movement clause. Therefore, he's not gonna move. And he can't go down because he'd have to clear waivers. And no one's going to pick him up for that contract. And they're not going to do that anyways. So Swayman, who's still young, can go down because he has waiver exemption. So, therefore, it's going to be Tuca and Olmark with Swayman as the emergency backup.
0: I don't understand why it's so fucking hard for people to understand that. I wouldn't want to keep him as my emergency backup,
1: I don't think. Well, once AHL's season's over.
0: Okay. Okay. okay, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, so yeah, we talked about packaging DeBrusque, and I don't know if if the I don't know how it works. If if DeBrusque is got this year and then he's an RFA, does that mean he that transfers? Let's say they traded him to Vancouver, Would Bro, he be you, an what RFA? Are you,
0: what are you giving up for JT Miller besides DeBrusque that Vancouver's going to be like? Yeah, that's cool. Is that to be a defenseman or a pick? I'm trying to think like who, like Grizzly? Oh, that'd be too much. So it's not Grizzly. it's not McVoy. It's gonna be. I think it would have to be, like a Clifton. Have, it'd have to be Carlo. I don't think they're gonna trade Clifton and DeBrusque for JT. I don't. If I, if you're the Canucks, you're gonna take Clifton and, well, DeBrusque they're, gonna JT look it and
1: they're gonna say that JT Miller. <laughs> we're gonna move him out, right? For that money, he's been underperforming, and DeBrusque is a he. Listen, he's a first round pick, even though he shouldn't have been. But he's a first round pick. That's this is how they're gonna sell it, right? He's a first round pick. He's making less money. We can bring someone else in. He's a former twenty goal scorer. Well, I don't and...
0: know. If I'm Vancouver, I think you can get more from another team at the deadline. I'm not. trying am so not but... trying to damper on your parade. I'm just thinking like is JT Millerman. There was a point where he played like in hundred games, and had hundred points. Like, he was a pro point per game player like recently, I, I, not this year. But so it's
1: Jake DeBrus. Jake DeBrus was a thirty was thirty goal scorer recently, right?
0: I just I don't know, man. I I, think Listen, I just would, want him
1: gone. I'm just gonna do whatever I can to make him gone. I think I Carlo.
0: I think Carlo and Debrusco get it done. Like, yeah, guess sure do I think I could do that.
1: I I think I think my from what I see, it's McAvoy, Carlo, and then Grizzlick on the back end. In no that matter order. What. And then we you, you have Riley. Riley. You got, uh, Forbert, you got Forbert. You got. Zaboro got hurt. You got Clifton. You got John Moore still kicking around.
0: <coughs> John Moore, man.
1: John Moore's the still man. there. Pay the man. Yeah, they head out west. This is going to be a telling thing. They got Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary. Then they come back home for Vegas. That's a tough four game stretch there. Which,
0: yeah. Yeah. I love what? a West, I love a West Coast stretch. Like when Let's I was get the boys together,
1: this good bonding.
0: Well, dude, I loved fucking like getting stoned at like 10 o'clock at night and just watching hockey and then falling asleep as soon as it was done. Like I loved the West oh. Coast trip when I lived in New York. That was like and I know yeah, a lot of people eight thirty puck drop. But it was nice. Um I said pay the man. Did you see that? Uh the Tanev yelling at Jeff Skinner, talking about oh, like how did hey. you get oh, I did see that. I did see that? <laughs> hey, one other point
1: about the Bruins. And Bruins fans, not to worry. We have games in hand on everybody. So there's still time.
0: <laughs> How many losses do you guys have this year? Oh, I just
1: looked it up, too, and I didn't write it down.
0: Definitely still a playoff team. Yeah. Uh, Bruins. Yeah, and then we got we got Beer League Roundup, little Don Moores, and then a little three stars.
1: Bruins record.
0: Bruins record. This is great radio.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's just a good video. Uh, 12, 8, and one.
0: Eight, twelve, eight, and one. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean the Maple Leafs are leading, leading the division, and we uh, the Bruins have six games in hand. Okay. All right. And they're only six points
0: back. So, all right, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You Go five hundred. Not, Not worried. uh barely ground yeah. up time. Dude, we lost. And we lost handedly on Sunday. It was bad. I had one fucking point and an assist.
1: I Wait, it was, was this uh was this the what's what's your buddy's name? Murph not shoot game.
0: Yeah, I let him I told him he could shoot before the game because oh. like honestly, he scores a lot of goals. I pass him the puck. So it's like, yeah, I, I need the points. Um, but we got fucking pumped, dude. We got absolutely pumped. Defensemen weren't making passes, forwards weren't coming back to get the passes. Uh, I think everybody had an off game. So we're putting that one in the rear view mirror. I fucking dude. It's that's like the worst thing ever. Like obviously I'm not in the NHL. I'm fucking an adult, but like it sucks waiting all week to play hockey. And then you go play hockey and you just shit the fucking bed. And then you have to wait another seven days to do it again. It's like motherfucker. Like it infuriating. So um, we'll bounce back. We'll see how that goes. Trying to think nothing really else happened other than us. Just really fucking shit in the bed the other night so um shout out to our captain drew williams for his 30th birthday That's oh happy birthday! Red. yep he had a nice little uh, shaker shout out to coach coach is his wife kylie uh she threw him this big ass party i mean dude it, they're they're legit people they're real people so they've also been really nice with the transition moving to nashville so good on them nice to see what was cool on. Uh, his mom came down, uh, Kimberly Williams, she, this lady. She was like booster club for the hockey for a year. She's like the ultimate hockey mom. And she came down and she visited Drew and then the morning of his party, she, he had she had Drew drive him to the airport like to pretend to like have her fly home. Drew takes off and she stays. And then I think his sister flew in and then a bunch of people flew in so he had oh, no wow. idea this was gonna happen. and it was just it was really cool. So shout out to Drew. that was awesome. And shout out to Jimbo, uh, defenseman. He, uh, he's like a musician, and he had a show in Nashville the other night. and Said he didn't get booed off stage. So shout out to him. Pretty <laughs> fucking cool shit.
1: Wait, is that the is that the bar he's shooting for not to get booed off stage? He he
0: he. Did he they boo people off stage in Nashville. He, he went fourth, and he got to play a couple of original songs, I guess. And he said the guy that went second after he watched the guy went second. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, this guy was fucking. It was awful. like some open mic type of thing. I think so. And he's like, did he's you, like, after I saw even, the second, did it was. You good. guys go and support him. It was the night of hockey. Oh. So now, so he he always claims he's the glue guy because now we're 0-2 without him in the lineup. He's a puck moving defense and pretty good player. So that's but now That went that's right a to the point. point. What's his name? Uh, Jimmy Irvin. Jimmy well, Irvin. So our team Jimmy, actually. Jimmy, our, go to the game. Yeah, our, our team actually has three Jimmys on it. It's a fun fact. Weird fact. But uh, that's what I have for purely League Roundup, dude. So shout out to the Skyhawks, Drew Williams, and uh, yeah. All
1: right, well, so. Let's see. Since we last spoke, there's been three beer league games with another one tomorrow night. Out of those, so let's say four total. Are you going to wrap?
0: are you wrapping the foot tomorrow night or what? Out of
1: those four games, <laughs> I am going to play in one, the one I got hurt in.
0: Yeah, okay. I uh the Oh, you four, got hurt in the game.
1: I got so I came over, I was playing right wing uh came into the zone on the wall on the right wing wall. I came in and the defense was carrying up on the left wing. We got in the zone and I opened up. So I flipped back, you know, backwards so I could open up. I like playing off wing. And my left foot got caught in a rut on the ice because there's, you know, kids practice before. And I did this like "Er, er, 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 around in a circle and I could feel it. I'm like, oh, that didn't feel good. So we kept playing, whatever. The next day I go to work, this was last Wednesday, I go to work the next day and I was on like a six foot ladder. Like in the last two weeks, I've sent you pictures of the lifts and shit that I've been on. I'm on a six foot ladder on the bottom fucking step. I stepped off and twisted that ankle when I stepped off. Yeah. So I worked. So that was Thursday. I worked Friday, Saturday. I took it off Saturday night and my foot ballooned up. Like you would not believe. And my wife is like, you donkey, you have a walking boot downstairs because the doctor took pity on me last time I hurt my ankle. So he gave me one of the boots. So I put it on Saturday, uh, Sunday, but then we we had the uh, the Christmas parade in town. So I walked all around town with a boot on, which does nothing. It just How'd makes the it parade hurt. go? Very good. My daughter was very happy. Awesome. But my so I was walking around all day. So I, I even took Monday off from work. That's how bad my ankle is. So. yeah, so I didn't play Monday night. I'm not going to play tomorrow night. And not only that, but to top it all off, we got shit pumped. I think we lost. I think the final score was like 11 to 4. There wasn't a kid on the other team that was older than 25. At one point, I lined up next to a kid at the face-off, and I look at him and I go, I feel like this is a varsity versus dad's game. (laughs) There were kids coming through the handshake line going, good game, sir. Good game, sir. So there's this one kid. And this little pecker was wearing number 88, and he had the curls out from the back. He was trying to be Patrick Kane, right? Yeah. And he's dancing around. They're up by, like, six, screaming about offsides, screaming about stick checks. The refs constantly, like, every time you look at them, palms up, palms up, palms up. I'm like, fuck this little rat. (laughs) So we're on the wall, and I did the super hard stick lift Mm -hmm. pinwheeling went flying he picks up he's like what the fuck bro like that and i go dude you gotta hang on your stick harder pretend it's your johnson we go (laughs) up he's barking at me the whole way we go curling in our zone i go hold on bud and i tomahawk this kid on the hands i was like fuck (laughs) this kid he (laughs) dropped his stick the puck went out put it this way they they just let the last 20 seconds run off the refs they're like we didn't want to deal with this
0: fair enough yeah so i I had one shift
1: I had one shift where I didn't touch the puck and I was a minus three. We get to the bench. Oh. We got to the bench. I look at the center. Who's a very good player. I look at him. I go, well, that was a tough one. <laughs> he, at me, go, he goes, yeah, Brownie, that sucked. I go, yeah, it did. <laughs> that,
0: was <laughs> a, that was a tough one. He goes, uh, so, you, hate, you hate to see it. Uh, so that was
1: a tough beer league wrap
0: up for both of us. Yeah, it wasn't great. I actually fell at one point too. Yeah. I literally just fucking standing by the wall, being a space cadet, fucking took a pivot down. I went, I'm like, motherfucker, uh-huh. I'm getting old. Like this, <laughs> this ain't it. Uh, all right, Dominic Moore's Heroes and Zeros. Hey,
1: fans, this is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff here.
0: All right, Hero of the Week. I'm going to go first. Go ahead, bud. Uh, my buddy Karski, he uh big gambler, and he hit me up, and he's like, I need some picks uh, yesterday. Gave him four picks, and I wasn't even thinking about it. And then, Football, are we talking? Hockey. Okay. And just who would win? And he uh hits me up today. I didn't even like check to see how it went, I just kind of gave it out. Went four and oh. And I'm like, oh, did he give so, you a taste? Uh, I forget who the fuck I took.
1: No, did I he didn't. give you a taste? Uh,
0: I have to check my memo. I think he said he was going to. Nice.
1: Um, so, Shout what, to I think, what
0: I think I'm gonna do for now for a bit is. I, I have a notepad, and I'm writing down every game going on in the NHL, and I'm just going to start fucking picking and seeing how this ends up. What, wait, wait.
1: are you going to start betting?
0: No. For the first month, I'm not going to bet, but I'm going to pick every single game and see what my record is at the end of, like, one month.
1: I think you should not make it a month. Why? Because uh, I feel like if you get hot and you go the whole month, then it's not going to last.
0: But if I'm yeah, but I feel like if you're seventy percent for a month, I'm pretty sure you're going to be okay. I would do two weeks. Okay, and and reassess. I'll do two weeks. I'll I'll definitely have to check it out. But uh, could be a cool update, especially if I fucking crush.
1: Yeah, for sure. Just, just be careful. Don't get sucked in.
0: Watch me go fucking over. Um, but yeah, that's why I have in the zero. You won't go
1: over until you put your money on it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, and then my zero of the week, probably just beer league that, that fucking sucked having to wait another seven days. Uh, kind of a better move. I went out Saturday, uh, early. We went to this one place called state inside with like this fucking, this lunch where like the music's blaring. There's a ton of people and we're drinking mimosas. And then we go to this one bar we end up getting cut off at this one bar, go to another bar. Long story short, I think I left at one, got back to my place at six 30, fell asleep for the first period of the Rangers game, woke up, Watched the rest of the Rangers game, had a severe hung- hangover at, like, 1230, popped, like, three ibuprofen, woke up the next morning feeling like a new man. That's it, man. So you can bat the hangover before you wake up in the morning. That's, That's how it. you get by it.
1: It's doing the prep work, just yeah. like with, when you're doing working on a job, doing the prep work.
0: But, zero, dude, being hungover is the worst. Like, I was laying in bed for an hour and a half with, like, the worst fucking headache ever, and I'm like, I think I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not fun. No, it was <laughs> – it could have went better, but that those are my heroes and zeros of the week. What do you got for us, Brownie?
1: So instead of having a hero and zero, I have a hero, uh, serious hero, and then a lighthearted hero. Doing it. Okay, fair enough. So my serious hero. Have you heard about this kid Tate Meyer? No. Okay. So there was a, unfortunately there was a school shooting last week. Oh, in, football player. Yep. Okay. There was a school shooting in Oxford, uh, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, there this whole three... story is
0: fucked up, by the way.
1: Well, no, no, I'm not I'm not talking about the shooter because fuck that guy and his family. Yeah. I'm just talking about this kid. Yeah. So this kid was a football player. I think he was a tight end linebacker. He was getting recruited for college. He was a junior in high school. He rushed the shooter in an attempt to disarm him and sustained multiple gunshot wounds, and he eventually passed away due to those gunshot wounds. He was one of three victims, along with uh, Madison Baldwin- and Hannah St. Julian. This kid saved untold amounts of people's lives by slowing this guy down and enable him to get captured. Mm-hmm. And they're going to talk about the shooter and they're going to talk about the shooter's family and what kind of fucked up thing. And I think this kid is worth remembering. Yeah. So shout out to Tate Meyer. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, and, you know, good on him. You know, that's how you'd hope you'd react in that kind of situation.
0: That's how you hope if you ever had a kid, that's what the type of character you would want your kid to have. Yep. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. Like, it sucks. It's terrible. But fuck, man. Like, that's that's something to be proud of. That kid's got balls. I mean, you always talk about, like, there's certain jobs where, like, you see people running away and there's only a few select that run towards. And that's right. And I think you're kind of born with that. I don't think that's taught. So no, the nuts on that fucking kid. And there was uh, something I don't remember. He
1: he wore number forty two, and I think they were on it at the Michigan game, and Michigan put up forty two with some one of those weird only in sports moments later that week. Yeah. yeah. No. So all right, so that was the series. Now lighthearted. So I the, <laughs> I have these customers, uh, yeah. out outside of Boston, uh, a little bit outside of Boston on the Route Two corridor. Uh, Lisa and Ryan are their names. The parents. Okay. So they have a they have two sons. Uh, one of them. Henry, he's like 10 or 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh good kid. Both of them are good kids. Shout out to our Henry bloggers. Oh yeah, yeah, it's true. One one and two. So Henry uh he's got shit taste in rap music. Uh he had this sign hanging up on his door and I was there working, and it was like, You can only enter this room if you like rap. And I didn't know I think I knew like one person on it. And I asked his mom, I was like, Can I make fun of him for this? and she's like oh 100%. You like my favorite customers. So I took a picture of this sign he had and I went home and I made you can only enter this room if you like real rap music and I put up like Beastie Boys and you know Public Enemy of course yeah. and uh you know Ice Cube all this stuff. So it, he took it in stride. The kid's the kid's a little legend. He wanted to paint she let him she let him pick the color he could paint his bedroom and he wanted the whole thing neon green. Oh god. Yeah, and she the mom, Lisa, uh, they went back and forth and he decided he did an accent wall, which was, I think it was, I think the color was midnight. It's it's black like your soul. Like this one wall just eats your soul. But yeah, shout out to this kid. Good on him. So, anyways, for his birthday, they bro- went into negotiations with his parents. And instead of a birthday party, and instead of any presents, and said, I don't know if Christmas was involved as well. Because his birthday is like coming up, but they got the gift early. Do you want to take a wild stab at what this kid negotiated for a gift? How old and is he? Why, why I'm mentioning this? How old is he? He's like 10 or 12 years old. Did he get a one wheel? He got a fucking one wheel. <laughs> 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 so, Lisa, Ryan, and Henry are all my cumulative hero of the week. And I was there working on Saturday, and he's spinning around. He got the little one. He was spinning around the driveway on it, and I was like, "Oh, my ankle's yeah. fucking killing me!" But <laughs> can I asked him for a go, and I didn't. I didn't do it. You're standing.
0: <laughs> it's like a, was, motor- it's like a motorcycle. Standing there. You're was, standing on it with him, and you're like, "Yeah." You're like holding
1: up, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like Paul Bart, Paul Bart. I <laughs> oh was standing there. No, no, I was standing there like the <laughs> girl waiting to get asked to dance at the school dance. I'm like, "You gonna ask me if I want to try it?" But yeah, it was no, uh, funny. So yeah, so Henry, Lisa, Ryan, you're
0: my heroes of the week. So, that's hilarious. Yeah. Dude, do you listen to Spotify? Uh, no, like, do I don't think either? I understand it. No. So Spotify streaming, whatever. They come out yeah. every year with like, a, I think they call it wrapped or whatever. And it's like your top five artists and shit. Mm-hmm. My top five was Morgan Wallen, Tyler Childers, Kenny Chesney, Eric Church, and Nicki Minaj i don't, I mean i'm a huge Nicki minaj guy but like i just thought that was hilarious you have like country 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 Nicki minaj because you talked about real rap that's real rap dude Nicki minaj mm-hmm. I, yeah uh well okay yep. i'm i'll send you i'll send you some songs if you <laughs> like real rap i'll send you some fucking songs and let me know what you oh, think we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do like a swap of playlists I don't hate that. I'm going to have you listen to Nicki Minaj the whole week. You're, you're the workers. Are I think to they have you. some Nicki Minaj songs on my phone. I oh, believe we'll, we'll definitely get it. I know. That. I've
1: seen some of her videos. I know that for certain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh,
0: let's uh, three stars. That's what we're going to get into. All right, Jim
1: and Mike. Thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three star selectors are stars of the hockey scene, wherever we go on Rogers hometown hockey. All right.
0: Three stars of the week. What are three jobs that you would want if you couldn't be a hockey player or a pod or a podcaster? Is that correct, Brownie? Yep. Okay. Do you want to go first with your stars? Okay.
1: My third star. I'm torn on this one. Cause they're they're in the same like vein. But so if you think back on this on the To job, you know what? I've decided, forget it. I'm not even going to go into that whole big preamble. Okay. Camp counselor. Okay. Camp counselor. I was a camp counselor for a summer and it was awesome.
0: It wasn't like meatballs level awesome, but it was still awesome. Not to pat myself on the back, but I went, I grew up going to this one camp called Greenfield Summer Rack. I was a camper. um, And then I was a CIT, which was a counselor in training. Then I was a counselor. Oh, I understand the lingo. (laughs) and every year we would do like these things where we'd have like a pajama party and everybody had to vote and like every year the kids would get assigned to a counselor and you could tell what kids were excited for who's whatever counselor it was Yep. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back but I won a lot of awards as a counselor at that fucking camp being a camp counselor is probably dude it's so much fun like we would just fuck around and play dodgeball all day and I would just fucking hum them high hard but the kids loved it it, it was it was the best basketball foursquare dude nobody could beat oh, four fucking foursquare four foursquare is an elite elite play that should be an Olympic sport. Next week, our three stars is our top three playground games.
1: Done easily. Done. Put it in the notes. Um,
0: but yeah, and dude, like capture the flag. Like oh. game-
1: all right, so hey, so that was my game. So this road, the, the camp I was a camp counselor had a dirt road through the whole camp. Okay. And it was for, like, you know, bringing, like, uh, milk up or, you know, stuff, whatever. So we would get the itinerary at the uh, beginning of every day of what you're supposed to do. And I was the, the uh, assistant counselor for the Mohawks. They were, like, 13-year-old boys, just savages. And I was, like, only probably, like, 17. Yeah. You know? And we would look at it, and there were some things you had to do mandatory. I still remember this vividly. Pat was the head counselor. Excuse me. And it was, like swimming lessons were mandatory okay and like probably one other thing I so would be look- out, dude. I can I can barely swim well so you that's why it was mandatory yeah so we would look out and we like all right we have to do this we have to do this and then he would ask the guys to vote and be like who wants to do this this shows you how old yeah. I am because we had like archery and like uh, rifle range. Okay. You know, oh, yeah, who wants to do archery? And they'd all raise their hands. Yes. Who wants to do arts and crafts? Boo. So we'd all okay. we'd blow that off. So we'd, we'd figure it out that we had, like, four hours. So we'd split the, the tribe, shirts and skins, and we'd make the center road the divider line, mm-hmm. and the whole camp was inbounds for Capture the Flag. And we would play that for, like, five hours
0: at a time. No, dude. Oh, Capture so the Flag's awesome. so much fun. They're- I would play Capture the Flag now. I think... Returning a flag like in a big game like that and getting that flag across, and your team winning It's the best top five feeling ever.
1: That's got to be up there with like winning the Stanley Cup. I would think
0: it's like you're just like, oh man, her little kid, yeah, 100%. See, I you're wish like... we
1: knew, I wish I knew like in person and knew like how they are, uh, the bloggers, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know, you know, I don't really know them, and we right. have to pick our caps to the flag. But I gotta say, my low key first pick might be uh, Jenkins.
0: Ted. Oh
1: right. no, I assume that we're That's each weird. On, No, I assume you're That's on a team. Weird. You're the captain, and I'm a captain.
0: I'm probably. Oh wow, when my first pick, dude. This is gonna go this. I'd pick Disco because I feel like he would just. Oh, he was. It was like Disco is like my one B. But here's the thing: I don't want Disco to listen to this and be like, "He picked me because I'm the most athletic." I'm picking this. No, I'm picking Disco,
1: underhanded, dirty motherfucker like Tom Wilson. And
0: he would be so fucking annoying to play capture flag. again. Ah, he, he be would be brutal. the kid who'd be like, "He's out of bounds," or like, you know what I mean. But he, but absolutely vital for your team success. Yeah,
1: yeah, could he's be one. Going by personality, so Jenks my first. Dude, I got to go with my ride or die. It's Fink.
0: Oh, you're going Fink, man?
1: Fink. He could be a liability because he confessed he was a fat kid, so I don't know how athletic he. Fink's been yet. working
0: out, dude. He's been doing, like, deadlifts and shit. All right. Well, Fink can guard the flag. I just – maybe we could do a capture flag blog. <laughs> like that, that could be kind of fun. <laughs> Nobody's going to read it, but we'll put it out. <laughs> I love that. That's a good third star. All right, go ahead. All right. Uh, My third star, I just think it would be so cool. Wait, wait.
1: Preston's going to be super pissed. Preston, you'd be my number three. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck, man. My number three star, I'm going to have to go with, I just think it would be, I haven't seen the show, but I've seen like glimpses of the show of like what it's about. I would want to be whatever Kevin Costner is in Yellowstone. Like a rancher slash cowboy. How have you not? I thought we discussed this. How have you not started watching this? I actually have Peacock now,
1: so I have to start watching. I've just been. It is fantastic. Actually, you know what's funny? The title of tonight's episode, because I watched that earlier, is I want to be like him.
0: Holy shit. That's some creepy shit. shit. That's some creepy shit. Are we
1: in the Matrix? Did we just unplug? I, I so the I, I listen. I'm not going to give anything away, but at one point Kevin Costner is walking up this hill, and it's like this, you know, manly strut kind of guy. He's got the collar just up, guy's and the,
0: guy, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah, guys, guy walking away silhouette, and this little scrub kid goes, "I know what I want to be when I grow up." And the other guy, one of the ranch hands, is like, "What?" He's like, "Him," and it's Costner walking out. Although, listen, just aspiring to be Kevin Costner in general wouldn't be a bad. Yeah. Thing.
0: He's yeah. a pretty fucking cool dude. But he
1: I, is a ranch owner in the show.
0: <clears throat> Do you think Tim Allen's a cool guy? I don't know. He sold Coke. I know he did, but I feel like he really cleaned the shit up. Are you a Tim Allen guy? Hey, he was funny on
1: uh uh what was the show called? Home Alone Home Im-
0: home, home Improvement. What
1: am I thinking of? What's Home Alone?
0: Home Alone was a Macaulay Cole. Oh, the Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Home improvement. You're right. Yeah, yeah. He was funny on that show. I don't know anything he's done. Oh, he's Buzz light year. My daughter was, likes he, it. He was in
0: the Santa Claus, the best Christmas movie there is. Oh, no way. What do you mean? Oh, no, it's not even in my top five. Oh, my God. You're you're you probably fucking love Chevy Chase, don't you? I hate Chevy Chase or, or the what's the one where you shoot your eye out. You probably fucking love that one. Oh, yeah. Christmas story. Oh, my. Those are the most overrated. No, Christian listen, if you want to go, you
1: want to go Christmas movies? We we want to do it. Listen, all right. Let's do it right off the. We'll finish. The rip. I got my top three right now. All right, all right go right, ahead, hit me. All
0: right, so number three, Home Alone. Yeah. No, 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 no. Number three, Jingle All the Way with with Arnold. Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Simba. Yep. Uh, yep. number two, Jack Frost, the movie where the dad dies and he turns into a snowman. Oh, Michael, Michael. Keaton. Michael Keaton, unreal, unreal. Michael, by Keaton's, way. Michael Keaton's the man. And then number one, it. Michael King Keaton is all my man. Batman. By the way. Oh, it's everybody's Batman. Well, not everybody's. Christian Bale's a
1: lot of people. Who's who number
0: one? Uh, the Santa Claus, I fucking love the Santa Claus. Oh my god, really? Yeah, I mean that was, I guess that. All right, listen, kind of all right. Like, so he give you mine. I, uh, uh, I don't know the order because I'm really,
1: I'm not really prepared for this. But I will say Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: home Alone. One, two. Uh, Home Alone be three. No, it one and three isn't even Macaulay Culkin. It's that fucking little kid. Oh, with the I'm sorry. Hair. I'm
1: sorry. I thought you meant my third star. Oh, okay. 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 Home Alone's okay. my third I'm star. The original.
0: three. Okay. The original all right, all right. Home
1: Alone is my... I know my number one. I'm just not sure my number two. Are we considering Die Hard a Christmas movie? I think you can. I'll give it a right. So Die Hard would be my number two, even though it's not really a Christmas Does movie. Does say
0: Yippee-Ki-Yay, yippee ki yippee motherfucker. That's not really... That's not really... uh It's like Jingle Bells.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, what would be my number two?
0: I mean, Elf is pretty good too.
1: Oh, I do like Elf, but I find Will Ferrell gets annoying after a while. But listen, I'm gonna skip right over to my number one. All right, Scrooged. Bill Murray. Have you never seen Scrooged? No. Oh my good lord! This is gonna alter your. This is gonna alter your whole view on Christmas. This is gonna alter your view on your top three. This is about
0: Ebenezer because I'm a big Christmas carol guy or yeah, is that it's, to do it's, with a,
1: it's a reimagined version. Bill Murray
0: at his probably one of his best performances because I love the Christmas carol. I I love Ebenezer Scrooge and that whole shit. Actually, my Ebenezer mom Scrooge and I was, the three ghosts coming to visit. Right. Yep. My mom and I, we try to do it every year. They have like these plays in the SPAC little theater in Saratoga and they always do a Christmas play every Christmas. So we got to see the Christmas carol a couple years ago. It's fucking sick. Well, you need to watch Scrooge. <laughs>
1: All right, I'll give it a go. Bill Murray is lights out. Hilarious. Bobcat Goldwaithe? Oh, the best. That's my number one crystal movie.
0: All right. Sorry. What was your second second star? Did you do your number two star? No, I I can't. I'm going to go. I can go number two if you want me to. We're going to stick with it. I think it'd be sick to be an actor, honestly. I think it would be. Oh, was I supposed to go? Yeah, I think you were supposed to go. But I, I just, we're talking about movies. I think being an actor would be fucking sick.
1: All right. So, listen. My number two star is also actor, but I have some conditions.
0: All right. What kind of actor would you want to be? Let's talk about what type of actors.
1: So, if you were, because I have friends who were in that field and ancillary to that field. Okay. Okay. Yep. And to be like Tom Cruise is more of an
0: annoyance. I wouldn't want to be. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to be Tom Cruise. You don't want to be that level. No. Right.
1: Mm -mm. And.
0: I think the
1: sweet spot is to be a big enough star that you get the <clears> good <throat> table, you get the check comped, you get invited to the right places, and you're know what, financially
0: well off. I already know who I'd want to be, or right, like a virgin. Uh, the dude who played Jim on The Office, Jim Krasnicki. John uh,
1: Krasnicki.
0: Trzynski. Trzynski. he's yep. in the office he was mm-hmm. in the, he's in that fucking that one war movie with roy and then he's in that like uh the clancy the tom clancy movie that's a really good Eddie show John too. he's in some good shit dude and i think he would be and he's like well recognized and do the office that's like an all-time tv show but he also made a career afterwards i would either want to be him or i'd want to be like uh the guy who played tim riggins Cause he just does strictly Texas shit, and he was like in Lone Survivor. Who's Kim Riggins? He's on Friday, Friday Night Lights. He was the running back. Oh, 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 oh. that, yeah, that guy. Because uh, he's yeah. in, he's in Lone Survivor, which is a
1: sick. Yeah, fight. yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm around the same level. I was going to say my example is going to be Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah. Like big enough, but see, I, I want to have the acclaim.
0: But he also had like, ch- he like, he was like a famous kid, right? Because he was, was oh, he not yeah, angels in the outfield? In
1: the so I'd want to be that kind of actor. All right, here's one better for you Tom Hardy level. Okay. So you get the acclaim, right? Oh, no, he's in Venom, which is now huge, that Marvel. But you see what I'm saying? Is like- that the Spider Man? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So you want to be that kind of level, but not with the huge crushing of fame everywhere you go. So John Krasinski's a pretty good one, but I feel like he would get swarmed everywhere. Actually, want to hear a funny story about Tom John Krasinski? Yeah. Uh this is the I have two of them, but this is the short one. He so I just recently watched the uh a Jungle Cruise with the the Rock and Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. And Emily Blunt is his wife. And uh John Krasinski's wife in real life. So I was listening to an interview on a podcast she was on. And she was saying how every day when she would go to work on the Jungle Cruise movie, John Krasinski would be like, oh, are you going to see Dwayne The Rock Johnson today? And she was like, yeah, he's the co-star. He's like, oh, well, tell Dwayne The The Rock Johnson. I'm a big fan of his. And it was like a running gag. But by like week three, she was like, stop fucking saying his entire name and nickname. (laughs) So I just think he's one of those guys. He's a very dry, you know, funny guy.
0: No, I, I, I think an actor would be sick.
1: But I like I said, you got to be that mid tier.
0: Yeah, because like I wouldn't even want to be on Game of Thrones. because so I feel like that's all you're ever going to be remembered oh. for. Here you go, Brian Cranston. You don't know yeah. have it. Yep, uh, that's uh, Breaking Bad. So that's the perfect level. Yeah, he's he's a good oh, actor. bro, bro, Jason Sudeikis. Is that Ted Lasso? Yeah, we are we are the Millers. He played a small part but, in All the Sunny. But here's the difference. Here's the difference. It's banging Olivia Wilde. Well, not anymore. She left him for Harry Styles. That's fine, but he's still... What does Sean Avery say, baby?
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, the reason I said Brian Cranston, though, is because I think he gets more of a claim. He does theater and stuff, so people want to work with him. So that way, I would think he's getting scripts sent to him. Although Ted Lasso is such a big hit, I bet you Jason Sudeikis <laughs> is in the same boat.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Something like that, but you're right. I wouldn't want to be Tom Cruise.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, what's, what's your number one star?
1: So my number one star, I lived in Key West for years, right? And there was a guy down there called Mel Fisher. He's, I think, since passed away. And Mel Fisher's job, he was a fucking treasure hunter. Wow. In the boats, looking for sunken ships, galleons and doubloons and gold cougarans or whatever. I don't know. How badass would that be? Not, see, every all these other jobs, right? Camp counselor. Uh, actor, right? All these other jobs. You have to deal with people still. Yeah. Right? If you're the treasure hunter, it's your boat. You do your thing, man. You go yeah. make a treasure. It's yeah. dealing with the public sucks. Like, hey, listen, I loved bartending, but the right. people sucked.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know? have, you, have you watched Outer Banks on Netflix? No. I feel like that's a teeny bopper show. It is, but it's a kind of about a treasure thing. And like, there's just... This... When I bought my PS4, it came with like this one fucking game called like un- I forget what the oh, it's called. I know what it is. It's uh, with uh, I think the guy's name is Drake or something like that. You get dropped off on an island
1: and you have to yeah, fight n- animals
0: that come to and like, try to
1: kill you and find your way. Yeah, you of, the guy gets raped. Uh, I'm thinking of something else, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But th- <laughs> this
0: this one, you're just a treasure hunter, and that yeah. would be fucking sick. That's that's a good one, man. Um. Mine's definitely kind of more of a thrill one, too. And it depends on how much money you made. If you can make an actual career, and I'm sure there's people who do make an actual career, but it's definitely a small number that do it. Remember the movie Twister? Oh, yeah. yeah. How cool would it be to chase tornadoes? They seem like they have a good time. If you made a good living doing it, like, talk about a fucking thrill. I think... uh,
1: I think that would be one of those things where I feel like... Years ago, when it was uh, not regulated and everybody just ran around doing whatever crazy nonsense, it was probably a lot more fun. Yeah. I feel like now it's probably like a corporate and OSHA's involved, and it's probably, unfortunately,
0: not as much fun. Yeah, you're probably right, dude. Or, like, uh, I don't know. I feel like being, like, a professional snowboarder would be kind of cool, too. And I've never snowboarded or skied, but, like, you can't tell me Sean White didn't live, like, a sick life. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well
0: <laughs> like imagine being in the X and the people around the You're
1: like, I'd be a professional, you're like, I've never done it, but it seems like it'd be fun because I say the nice same time. thing.
0: Did I see like the TikToks with these hot chicks that like go to the mountains and like yeah. like yeah?
1: I cool. I say the same thing. I constantly tell my wife, I'm like, listen, we ever go to Hawaii. I'm just gonna be a pro surfer. I'll join the senior circuit. She's like, You've never surfed. I'm
0: like, <laughs> Yeah, but I think I can do it. See, that's something I would never do though, because I don't do sharks. Well, the goal is not to find sharks. I know, but like, I, if I, you're going to make fun of me. When I go in the ocean, I go pretty much to my waist. I don't go any deeper than that. That's the, the most dangerous depth. Well, that's where I go. You go deep enough to pee. <laughs> bad, bad,
1: yeah, bad boy life, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what the problem is with like snowboarding, skateboarding, surfing videos? They're all played at like 50% speed. So you're like, I can do that. Yeah, that is true. That's how they get you.
0: I just, I'm just i trying to think if there would be other ones. Like a NASCAR driver, I feel like would kind of be boring. I don't know. I would like to try it. 500 laps,
1: though. I would rather get... Oh, if we're going to do something like that, i if you're going to say... <laughs> it, this could be another top three. Like, to do something like Smokey and the Bandit, like, give me a Trans Am, and we have to get this load of Coors east of the Mississippi. <laughs> you never see that movie either. But... But those kind of things, like, I'd rather drive a NASCAR car on, like, Route 66 with the cops chasing me. Yeah. you so can get me before I get to Vegas. Ban- like, like a,
0: a successful bank robber would be cool. Like, oh, shit. No! Oh, my gosh. Whatever. We were just
1: talking about this on Sunday. We were at the parade. Art Thief. <laughs> like, that could be kind of cool. As long as you get away with it. Like oh, yeah. That would- for sure. For sure. Let me ask you this. Do you root for the bad guys in movies like I do? Depends on how bad they are. Well, not the evil guys, obviously, but like the art thief, you always root for that guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, duh. Do you ever hear about the Isabella Gardner Museum here in Boston? I want to say yes, but not. I don't. There was a robbery and they never caught him. Re- was it recent or no? No, no, no. I want to say it was like 20 years ago, but I took the tour and uh the lady, they, obviously they weren't going to talk about it. And they still have like, it's like, there's nothing hanging where like the picture was taken from. And they left it there. And I kept asking questions the whole tour because I was with my like wife's family. And I kept going, so they never found anybody? And she's like, no. I'm like, do you think it was an inside job? She's like, no. She's all like, oh, one word answers. And then she finally pulled me aside. She's like, could you please stop asking questions about the robbery? And I go, I got to be honest with you. The only reason I'm here is because of the robbery. Yeah. I've noticed, And two guys that were in the toilet like us too. And she was so mad. I'm like, just lean into you it. Have you have know? to
0: respect the fine arts. No, yeah, like, yes. who took the painting that you didn't fucking hang something else up there with? Exactly. You want me to ask? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's insane. Like, I feel like that's just pretentious. Like, yeah, the art's cool, but you got to know that people are going there to check that out. 100%. 100%.
1: Yeah, that's why you go.
0: A king would also be a cool job. A king? like Game of Thrones, superpowers, like
1: Black Panther was a king.
0: No, 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 super, nope. Just oh. like a king from, like, Game of Thrones. I, I never saw. Like medieval king. Yeah, but I feel like all those guys, they
1: only lived to like, they were 30 years old.
0: Yeah, but can you imagine the, the 30 years that they had? I guarantee you were better than mine. I'd put mine up against some kings. I don't think I would. <laughs> <laughs> I, nope. Absolutely, <laughs> but uh that is that's this episode of the morning. See, that's what we have for you, Brown. Do you have anything else for the for the listeners here at home?
1: I do not. I just hope everybody has a safe and happy holiday season. And as always, somewhere out there, God bless you, Jerome McGinley. I hope you're happy, you glorious bastard.
0: uh Rex was ta- I was talking to Rex about you yeah, and all this shit, and he's he's saying you're doing a fucking awesome job. And he's like, "What does he look like?" So I, so I on the Instagram, and sent a picture. Of you and then I was going through your Instagram. He doesn't know and- what Jerome McGinley looks like. Well, no, I did see the picture of Jerome McGinley on your Instagram, and I was like, he really does fucking love this guy. <laughs>
1: Dude, I, I, Like I said, I have his nameplate right there. His skates are right there. I don't have a jersey, and I, I, I've I, been working. On... <laughs> so I have a couple of buddies that are going to die when they hear this. I've been working on a letter to him for about three years. I keep editing it and taking stuff out and adding it in because I, I, I may or may not have his address here locally. Oh. Uh-huh. But now I'm gonna be now I'm trying to clean up because I, I want to invite him. I want him to come on the podcast. I think you do it. But yeah, I, oh, it's we'll talk offline
0: about it. All right. All oh, right. Hey, All we're th- gonna
1: do the we got to do the Bo Bennett
0: one. Yes, we do have to get the Bo Bennett one out. Because talk know. about a positive when we're talking
1: about doing nice things for other people. Yeah, dude.
0: Let's put out the yeah, let's put out the Bo Bennett one uh Friday, maybe? Maybe Saturday That'd be a good we'll that'd be a good
1: one, one for maybe right before Christmas. Yeah. Get everybody in the nice. He's such an upbeat good dude. I like that a lot. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, that was this episode. Hey, God bless
1: you, Bo Bennett, wherever you are, too, buddy. Oh, ooh. Okay. Well, I mean, he's no Jerome McGinley, but (laughs) he's still a good dude. All
0: right, guys. We'll talk to you guys next week. See ya. (laughs)